You're listening to Recovery Survey, the podcast that shatters stigmas around different types of addictions and takes a deep dive into spiritual principles. Just imagining you being in your active addiction, I can't completely wrap my head around it just because you're so different at this point and you'll refer to things oh you know when I was using at this age I did this 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 and this and it's just mind-blowing to me like just because I've never experienced anything like that so it's hard to relate to that Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than normal today. I'm going to be interviewing my wife. Uh, A lot of people refer to them as normies or muggles or earthlings. Uh, If you're in the rooms, you're familiar with these different kind of terms. If you're not, it alludes to the fact that she is not an addict. So I'm here today to talk to her and get her perspective on what it's like to be married to an addict. My name is Chrissy. I um, I'm originally from a super small town in Alabama. I mean, the smallest you could imagine. I graduated with seven in my class. I moved here five years ago from Alabama. I had been here a little over a year and met Brett. So we've been together since then four years in February. And married for almost two. I've never used anything. And anytime I've talked to him about that, that's just mind-blowing that I've never smoked weed or anything. Like, I've just never had the desire. I've always been scared. And that was instilled in me when I was young. We had Dare come out to our high school and do their little spill and it scared the crap out of me. And I'm like, oh God, if I'm ever like this girl in the bathtub, like, no, no thanks. Um, I was also terrified of cops for whatever reason. So just the thought of using and then getting caught by the cops, that's just like the biggest fear of mine. So I've never... Never had any thought of using or anything. I mean, it's been offered to me uh, after I moved here, but it was never anything that I would accept. I just have never been drawn to it at all. So, yeah, I'm a normie, I guess. In your experience, what has it been like being married to somebody that goes to meetings and that is an addict? I don't think that's ever been, like, a big problem for me. I appreciated you being open and honest on our first date and basically laying it out for me and uh, explaining to me, you know, that you are an addict and you attend meetings. And I think because you were open about it, it was never really an issue. So I've never really even thought twice about it. I've always... Just let you do your thing and know that, you know, you have meetings on X number of nights and that's just what you do. And I don't come in between that because you were an addict before you met me. And yeah. Is it difficult for you to imagine me using because I was clean before we met? So is that something that's difficult for you to see me as? this other person that lived this whole separate life and that has had all these different experiences? 
just imagining you being in your active addiction, I can't completely wrap my head around it just because you're so different at this point and you'll refer to things, oh, you know, when I was using at this age, I did this, 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 and this, and it's just mind-blowing to me, like, just because I've never experienced anything like that, so it's hard to relate to that, and seeing you the way you are now is just a completely different person. I I just can't put two and two together as far as you actually having this huge past and yeah, it's just mind blowing to me. <laughs> so what were your thoughts about addicts before we met? Because I know you've never used before. You probably haven't been around that many people that do use. So what were your ideas about addicts and are they the same now as they were before we met? So my perspective on addicts have completely changed at this point. Growing up, you know, drugs were a no-no and people who used drugs were criminals and you didn't associate with people like that at all. That was just, that was just not a thing for me. As far as my perspective now on addicts, I mean, yeah, it's completely changed. People in recovery are not what they used to be, and it really, in my opinion, you see people in recovery, and it takes a lot for that person to stay and work the steps and uh, to continue to be clean. So people who have stayed in the rooms and... Remain clean. That's a huge accomplishment, and I don't see them as criminals like I did when I was growing up because that's what I was taught. Yeah, it's just totally different. Like, I think that was three or four years ago. We were at this New Year's Eve event, and I was like, who would have thought that I would be sitting here with a room full of addicts, like me just hanging out with them, if you would have told me that years ago, I would have thought you were crazy because, you know, that was just, that was absolutely a no-go for me. Yeah, so it's just, it's crazy. My perspective has totally changed. Yeah, and I feel like I even have friends that I've met of yours that are addicts, and they're some of the nicest people I've ever met. I mean, you would you would not know that they had this backstory, and... Even seeing some of them, it's just, like, crazy. I can't imagine them even being in active addiction, much less you. So, yeah, they're some of the best people I've ever met. Do you have any fears or reservations being married to a recovering addict? That's a great question. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a constant state of worry every day about you and just that thought in the back of my head of you relapsing and going back down that path again of course I think about it all the time it's a constant thought in my head and also I feel like it was a big thing on my shoulders as far as you know telling my parents when we were dating and um, what they were going to think of me uh, dating an addict and you know I've waited a really long time to even tell my mom just because she's 
very conservative and I wasn't sure exactly how her reaction would be to, you know, you being in recovery and going to meetings and she actually took it a lot better than I thought she would. I mean, I waited probably two and a half years before I ever said anything about it at the time she was coming to visit us and I was like, well, this is my time. I'm going to have to tell her because she's going to wonder, oh, where's Brett going? You know, four nights a week for an hour. What's going on? And even with my dad, I waited until after we were married to even tell him just because I just always had that fear of them judging me and uh, judging you before they even knew you. I don't think I have any reservations as far as being married to an addict at this point just because here we are, we're in it together, and if I would have had any concerns at the time, I wouldn't have married you. So, yeah, I feel really good about it, and just the amount of years that you have so far is a big accomplishment and a decent amount of peace of mind. Do you have an escape plan or anything in place in case I were to go back to using? No. (laughs) I know that you told me that I needed to have one. And no, I have never thought about it, of course. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Last time you mentioned something about an escape plan, you're like, if I ever use again, you need to get away from me as fast as possible. And no, I... I don't have an escape plan. What are your thoughts on my meeting attendance? And do you see that as an issue with me taking time to go to meetings several times a week and and things like that? Uh, No, I've never had an issue with um, your meeting attendance at all. I feel like that was another thing that was nice knowing up front when we first started dating. You know, you laid it out for me. I go to meetings four nights a week these certain nights from this time to this time and that was just like in our weekly schedule it was never even a question and it's just crazy to me like there was a um a couple that was going to the meetings and I had gotten together with the girlfriend of the guy that was going she was a muggle and um we had gone to breakfast a couple times And she always complained, like the entire time we would be at breakfast, or even she would message me complaining about, oh, he's always at a meeting, he goes to meetings so often, four nights a week is a little much, you know, and just constantly, you could just tell that that bothered her. And I'm like, look, if that's what's keeping him clean, then let him do it. I mean, I don't know why you would not want him to continue these meetings just because you know it's an hour out of your time together and that was her thing she's like well Saturdays are our nights and he's just always wanting to go to meetings and I don't ever get to see him and I'm like if he's going to meetings that's probably because he needs to be at a meeting you shouldn't be the reason why he doesn't go and he relapses yeah so that's never been an issue with me at all. I would rather you go to a meeting than relapse, of course. And most of the time, you know, you'll seem burnout and with COVID and I get it. And 
you know, there's been a couple times where you're like, oh, I really don't want to go or I don't feel like going. But that's probably the times that you need to go. And I'm usually behind it 100% because, you know, if you're questioning being there, that's probably because you need to be there. Yeah, I've just never understood why anybody would, you know, neglect their significant other from going somewhere that they needed to go as far as a meeting. So, yeah. Are you worried that our kids might also be addicts one day? Yeah, it's definitely crossed my mind once or twice. Um, But at the same time, I don't want to shelter them, you know, and keep that from them and keep your past from them because I feel like it's something they should know, of course, when they're older. But yeah, it's definitely crossed my mind and it's just so hard to know what causes that. You know, a lot of times it is hereditary or, um, you know, it's something that you develop from being sheltered or past trauma. I'm just, yeah, I do worry about, you know, if our kids might inherit that or, you know, just the way that we raise them. I want them to be aware and know that they can talk to us about stuff like that because, I mean, you're well experienced. <laughs> me, not so much. I've They came up and asked me something about freaking drugs. I would have no idea. Go talk to your dad because um, <laughs> I'm just oblivious. But I definitely want them to know, you know, what what can happen and what you might be exposed to when you start going to school and God only knows how things will change by the time they're in high school, you know, I mean, with being open and honest with them when they get older, I think that'll definitely help with that instead of keeping them so sheltered to where, you know, when they're exposed to high school, they don't go wild because I've seen it happen multiple times. So it's just being honest with them and having those conversations that are not fun. And I feel like neither of us like confrontation or having conversations like that. But it's something that we're going to have to do at some point. And um, yeah, and I same with me. I pray that they don't inherit you know, certain mental illnesses from me because I do struggle with anxiety and depression every single day and have since I was a kid. And that's just another concern. Like addiction on top of mental illness is not a great combo. Um, And I feel like nowadays it's one or the other, honestly. So yeah, I feel like just being open with them and um, praying that they don't inherit that from me yeah and I feel like um there's certain things that aren't exactly the same as addiction and mental health but I've heard it once or twice um you know make sure that you raise your kids to be healthy and make sure that they eat healthy and I'm like I don't ever plan to raise my kid to be unhealthy and overweight and miserable like I've felt in my life so that's not That's not my intentions at all, and I feel like that goes hand-in-hand with addiction. You don't raise your kids to be addicted to things. You don't raise your kids with mental illness. I mean, I feel like addiction and mental illness both is something that 
you develop over time, it's not, it's a sickness. I feel like it's stuff that can be helped and uh, controlled, but it is a sickness and it's not, people take it as, oh, you do it to yourself, you do it to yourself, and it's not that at all. I mean, everybody has different views on mental illness and um, addiction and it's not, I didn't choose to have mental illness, you know, and I know that you didn't choose to be an addict. It's just something that's developed and, um, yeah, it's not, it's not a good thing. Um, yeah, I just pray that, um, our kids are happy and healthy and they don't ever have to worry about addiction or mental illness in their entire life. I pray that every day, um, because it's no joke. I mean, like I said, it's something that I struggle with every day, and I know it's something that you struggle with every day being in recovery. What advice would you offer to someone whose significant other is struggling with addiction, whether they're currently using or they're in recovery? Um, If they're currently in addiction, I would say do your research and find out, you know, ways that you can help them as far as getting involved in a group, but also don't push them to the point to where, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that because typically it's just going to drive them in the opposite direction. But just find out ways that you can help them and get that information to them until it's on their terms because if they're not ready to help themselves, they're not going to they're not going to change anything. If your spouse is currently in recovery, um, just continue to motivate them as far as being involved in their group and be that support system that they need, you know, and know that they can talk to you about anything as far as their recovery. And, you know, I suggest even going to a meeting with them. Um, I've done that a couple times just to listen in so I can get a better perspective of, you know, what what he deals with and I would say during COVID I sat in on a few meetings just to you know get a better idea it's definitely eye-opening and it helps you you know to know a little bit more about what they deal with on a daily and definitely just you know mention it to them I'm sure they would love to hear that you were actually interested in wanting to go to a meeting with them to be that support for them. Have you ever considered going to Al-Anon or Naranon meetings? Yeah, I have. I actually looked into it during or right before the whole COVID thing and then of course everything shut down. So um but yeah it's definitely something that weighs heavy on my mind that I've wanted to try. I think it might be helpful for me because just get some more information and things I could do to help you and be that support system that you need. Do you have any closing thoughts that you would like to leave the listeners with? Yeah, I would say if your significant other is struggling with addiction or um, in recovery, definitely offer support and reach out to them and show an interest in 
their recovery or show an interest in them, you know, if they are struggling. But also give them some information on what you found online, researching. At the same time, don't push too hard because, you know, that can turn them in the opposite direction. It's a very fragile situation. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. I just wanted to say a special thank you to my wife, not only for putting up with me, but for putting up with the podcast and for coming on and sharing the perspective of what it's like to be married to somebody in recovery. So thank you again, Chrissy. I love you so much. You've been listening to Recovery Survey. If you got anything out of today's episode, I'd ask you to please leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can find us at recoverysurvey.com. You can listen to all of our episodes on the website as well as connect with us on social media where you can get previews for upcoming episodes.